the special bail edition. <laughs> Very Tottenham forward. <laughs> Apologies before we start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you, well, slightly further away, actually, not the normal um, <laughs> international <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Foot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I am joined, as is customary um, right now, via the miracle of the internet, by the director of football at Blue Foot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, mate, but my name's changed. I've just done Depot, and I am now Gareth Bale. I didn't warn you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this could, could be a very Tottenham forward episode, this, but uh, yeah. But, um, and so it should be today. I'll try my best to kind of veer it up towards other things as well. We'll have a look back at first weekend of the Premier League season. We'll have a couple of questions from the randomizer. We'll have a look at what's going to happen this weekend and the start of the, the Bundesliga season as well. Any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. As always, we want you to get involved. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at Footy from Foot on Twitter and Instagram. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and Google Play, all our previous podcasts. Thanks to those that have already rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Really appreciate it. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com. All right. It was nice. It was, the Blue Foot was actually open for some actual football, wasn't it, there, this weekend? So, I believe it was. Yes, of course it was. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I think I was there. Yeah, how did it go for you, really? I mean, it must have been a, a weird thing to be open after all this time. And We were open for the Leeds-Liverpool game. I think you were there, weren't you, for that one, actually? Mm-hmm. Not a great deal of support for it, but we had a, a splattering of people. Christy was there, um, Jeff turned up, Man City Group, and Clay as well. And they, they bought me this lovely shirt, actually, as a thank you for last season. Very nice, yeah. And a nice book of the um, about the new stadium at Tottenham as well. So yeah, how lovely. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. Some faces, yeah. So opening tomorrow, actually, eleven thirty for the Bayern Munich game. So we welcome back some of their supporters tomorrow. Tremendous, excellent stuff. Yeah, yeah. they, they always bring the crowd. Game that's actually being shown on ESPN. Mm. So we're going to be able to show that game. It was fun to uh, hang out at the bar. Yeah, I thought it was all done very sensibly. Um, yeah. When I was there, it was, uh, yeah, it was nice to share a pint. Uh, I was there, sat with the. Uh, the Freshwaters, it was good to see them. Yeah, it was a really fun game, wasn't it? In fact, should we start with that game? The little, little Leeds game? Um, that was bonkers, wasn't it? Goals flying in from all angles. Um, <laughs> I think 3-2 at half time. Yeah, and Liverpool getting lucky again with their little penalty at the end, you know? I, th- I think uh, Leeds will do all right, really, if they continue to play like that, won't they? Sure, yeah, they, they look pretty, pretty good. It was funny, Greg, who is our MLS expert, he called Jack Harrison's goal... He said it was going to rip uh, Liverpool's defence to shreds or something along those lines. And uh, sure enough, he got the opening goal. It was a cracker too, wasn't it? So, right. uh, But yeah, Liverpool ended up winning 4-3. Defensively, it looked pretty shaky, really. Well, I don't think the game told us too much, did it, actually? about I'm trying to think what my words are here. There were certain games this weekend that didn't really tell us a lot about the teams we were watching for the new season. I specifically mentioned the Chelsea game for that one. Do you know what I mean? Because... I didn't find out much about Chelsea, to be honest, with their new signings. Not really, yeah, none of their signings absolutely ripped it up, did they, let's be honest. Before we get on to st- stuff on Sunday, Arsenal yeah. had a solid win against uh, Fulham. Uh, they did. Another game where we weren't finding out much about the teams, though. I expected, I think I predicted that one actually spot on. I think that's my first yeah. ever spot on prediction. <laughs> we had Arsenal one, didn't it? Yeah, that was. Yeah, must have felt good. Must have felt good. But Bamiang scored, um, and yeah, he's, he's going to remain at Arsenal. 
Yeah, three more years. They, I think they signed him up. I think he's getting paid more than Ozil, actually. But it's a brave decision because he will be 34 at the end of that contract. But if they have to replace somebody of his magnitude, it would cost them a lot more money, I think. I mean, he's guaranteed goals, isn't he? He's always there or thereabouts for the golden boots in a struggling team, let's be honest. And... Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised United didn't have a little plot for him. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe the age put them off. I don't know. They've had some bad luck as well with Sanchez going that way, haven't they, from Arsenal? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but they, they, yeah, they got a good 3-0 solid win away from home at newly promoted Fulham. Also, Palace got a win at Southampton and Newcastle. Oof, it's a good job that there was no fans in the ground this game because West Ham lost at home 2-0 uh, at hands of Newcastle. Well, I've got big fears for West Ham, I think, because there's a lot of unrest of that club as well now. Because they sold that kid, didn't they, who was on loan to West Brom. I forget his name. They sold him for 18 million, but Noble came out on social media saying, yeah, should have kept him. So I, I, the owners again, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They moved them to that stadium. They took him out of that fortress, Upton Park bowling ground, promised them European football, not really delivered, have they? So It's, it's weird that uh, Mike Ashley is the best owner of that <laughs> of that game, by the way. Isn't it? I mean, right? They bought some really interesting players. They bought all the best players from the teams that went down, didn't they? Yeah, and I, you know, you've you got the Ryan Fraser thing there with Callum Wilson. They know each other anyway, and you've yeah. got a ready-made strike force. Fair yeah. play to Steve Bruce. I like the guy, so <laughs> I want him to succeed up there because he had a lot of critics last season, didn't he, at the beginning? Top 10 for them, I'm hoping for, for Newcastle. Just also on Saturday, Bolton lost very disappointingly in their first uh, game of the League 2 season against Forest Green Rovers, for goodness sake. This new manager's lost his first three competitive games and not really looked like winning any of those. So I hope it's just a matter of getting these new players settled in because we need to get out of this division shabbish. Yeah, if you hang down there too long, Paul, it's not going to be good, mate. Especially with yeah. the no fans and the money situation. Exactly. It's, not, it's not going to be good. But yeah, it's a losing podcast this week because Spurs lost their first game as well, mate. So They yeah played a actually pretty impressive-looking Everton, really, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Everton were well worth it, I'm afraid. Second half they were, Paul. First half I thought it was pretty even, Stevens, to be honest right. with you. But um, second half we were very... Funny we could sign some players this week. I don't know. I've been, we've been tight with a couple of guys coming in. Okay. I hit um, this is young lad from Spain, Welsh guy, Bale. I think he's been touted to come over. <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard about that one? Only because I, I'm friends with you, really. Or else I probably wouldn't have heard about it. <laughs> Do you know what I feel sorry for in all this? is the left-back from Madrid who's coming over, Re Regulion. Right. Played for Seville last season on the Europa League. He's um Spanish left-back, attacking left-back. And um, he's coming over with 27 million as well. We sort of nicked him off Manchester United. And um, All right. I feel kind of sorry for him because he's going to be a massive jigsaw piece for us. Need a left-back, don't you? No, uh... Yeah, he's going to be a massive upgrade on Ben Davis. So that that's yeah. a huge transfer. I think Bale went in this morning for 20 minutes to say his goodbyes. He's all packed up. He was going to unpack, actually, because we went 1-0 down to Plodiv today. So he was unpacking, but then we managed to <laughs> flag game rounds. <laughs> Truthfully, no, I'm, I'm over the moon with this. This is I've been waiting for this for three years, as you well know. And yeah. um, I don't care about people saying he's injury-prone and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy this moment. I think his first game is penciled in West Ham United. But... All right, yeah. Just, uh, just to ah. eat him in there. Very nice. Right on. Well, move on to um, Leicester. They got a very uh, decent win against, again, newly promoted West Bromwich Albion. 3-0 yeah. in that one. A couple yeah. of fairly dodgy pens, maybe. I don't know. But Vardy spanked them home. You know, they'll take that all day. I think Leicester get back on it. So Yeah. 
I think it would have been a different game if there had been fans in the stadium opening day, newly promoted side. Again, a game which didn't really tell us a lot about both teams. Funny opening weekend, yeah. The only thing that happened this weekend of any importance was how bad Spurs were. That's a matter of opinion how important that is. But uh, yeah. Also, I mean, we don't often kind of highlight French football, but uh, it was Le Classique. It kind of all kicked off with like 20 seconds, literally 20 seconds to go in, in, in the game. Several people sent off. Five. Accusations of, of racism and yeah, it all kind of went belly up. There was, was a booking in the first 60 seconds, so I think it kind of uh, told you which way it was going to go. Yeah, probably. But it was like, yeah, at the very, very end, like that's where all the red cards are. It's like this red, it's like, oh, I'm going to make it here. And then all of a sudden it just completely went to pot. Anyway. That's the first time that Marseille have beaten them in nine years as well. So, first time since 19, this is a good stat, 1972. The Paris Saint-Germain have lost their opening two games and not scored a goal. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to uh, take your word for that one. <laughs> also, just to round up on Sunday, Cholo's uh, lost uh, 2-1 to Cruz Azul. And uh, the Loyal got a good win against Orange County Soccer wow. Club. 2-0 there. Back in the running now. I think they need a couple of a couple of snookers. Fairweather podcast with a uh, friend of the show, Marissa, for all the SD Loyal news. What else happened? Monday, there was a couple of games... Brighton beaten by Chelsea. It was one all at one point, but they ended up 3-1 winners. Yeah, an absolute screamer from uh, my pick, breakthrough player, Rhys James. Absolutely spanked one on. Sheffield United, they lost to our Wolves, 2-0. Well, Wolves went up 2-0 in the first six minutes, I think, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they came flying out of the traps, didn't they? Amazing. Yeah. Considering they were such a second-half team last season. <laughs> That's true. And Jimenez, uh, his finish was fantastic, wasn't it? It was really awkward height for him, but timed it to perfection and flew in. What, I mean, what a cracking striker he is. And, cracking uh, yeah. team. And um, as we said last week, Nunu signed on for another three years now, so the project mm-hmm. continues for James and his friends. <laughs> Uh, we're actually recording on Thursday morning, just after Spurs played in Europe. Also during the week, Tuesday, Villa beat Burton. Burton scored first, but uh, Watkins scored his first goal. Jack celebrated signing on long-term at Villa with a, a goal himself, and they ended up 3-1 winners. What a coup that is for Villa, by the way, to get him signing. Well done. I mean, well done to him as well for being a loyal Villa boy. Do you know what I mean? You'd probably go down as a massive legend of that club now. Yeah. I like it spread around a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sick of teams monopolising. Teams like Tottenham just think they can go out and get people like Gareth Bale when they want and stuff. It's, it's... <laughs> as long as somebody else pays part of the wages, they're in for everyone. So We're already paying 40% of his wages. You've got to give it to Daniel Levy, haven't you? I mean, he's a knob, but bloody hell, what a knob. 60% of his wages. I absolutely love it. How can you lose on a deal like that? <laughs> we'll get all that money back on shirt sales. I mean, I've got my shirt ready to go. <laughs> on shirt sales, for goodness sake. It needs a longer name for it to pay off, really. Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's his middle name? Yeah. yeah, right. How did our FA Cup team do, Paul? Oh, good one. Yeah. Um, well, of course, they lost 4-1 to Forum. <laughs> so without Borum supporters, yeah? <laughs> Borum, yeah, which I think is different from Borum Wood. Um, I was going to say, is because I yeah. used to go out in Borehamwood when I lived in Watford. So I was wondering if, it, I think it must be totally different, yeah. Yeah, because I was getting all excited because that's a BWFC that we were going to support. But no, I think it's a different Boreham. So. <laughs> Clutching the straws there, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of BWFC success, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. What else in the cup? 
Bournemouth and Palace had 12 rounds of pens to decide their game. Oh, uh, Bournemouth won. Uh, Hennessy yeah. um, took one of the penalties to Palace, I believe, and took it like he was taking a goal kick, kind of interestingly. <laughs> they haven't found the ball yet. Everton beats Salford City 3-0, I think, if I yeah. remember correctly. Spurs okay. played Plod Div today in the Europa League. Indeed. Totally dominated the game. Went 1-0 down with 18 minutes to go. <laughs> then Plod Div kind of exploded, imploded, I should say, and did a Suarez on the goal line. Came put the penalty away. And then... a lot. I just watched it on YouTube, the goal, and Dembele. What a lovely one-touch football that was for everybody. I thought very reminiscent of Arsenal, actually. Uh, No, I'm not sure. (laughs) Don't say that. Uh, Rangers won as well, 5-0 away to Lincoln Red Imps from Gibraltar, I believe. All right, well, I think that rounds up all of the games. Um, Shall we take a quick break there, and then we'll come back with the randomizer. All right. Yeah, well, let's see what the randomizer throws up. Question six. Examples of football in great pieces of art. Often we'll, on this podcast, we'll have uh, people that use football and create different bits and pieces. We've had Footy Classics on and Bands FC before now. So any kind of uh, things that automatically come to mind? Well, I mean, just like World Cup posters and stuff, isn't it? I always remember them from back at, you know, that... Nice. Yes. And someone has actually collated a lot of the kind of very interesting pieces of uh, art that are soccer related. One of which is actually of the old Burnden Park, Bolton Wanderers' old ground, by L.S. Lowry, who is a very famous painter in the sort of Manchester area. It's called Going to the Match. Yeah, I think that the FA prevented that from going overseas and spent probably a good chunk of change, I think, as well, to keep it in the country, showing up to the game at Burnden Park, which is pretty nice. The other thing, and if if you are in Manchester... And you do get a chance to go to the National Football Museum because they've got all sorts of different bits and pieces there. They actually do have a gallery of, of, of art. And one of the things that they have is the Michael Brown art of the game, which is that Cantona is, is like Jesus, all of his sort of disciples at his feet, like Phil Neville and David Beckham and Gary Neville. Uh, and it, I think it was originally at, at like an Italian restaurant in, in Manchester, but that closed down, exhibited. In the, yeah, in the National Football Museum. It's really, really cool. Again, I'll link to all of these different bits and pieces. Um, there's great street art as well, isn't there, where people have graffiti. Like, I think there's like a big Messi in an Argentina strip somewhere in his hometown with yeah. just his hands in the air, back of his shirt with Messi number 10, holding his fingers in the air, things like that. You know, some of the street art's really cool as well. Yeah, yeah and, and that reminds me, actually, of the Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, mural that came, I think, maybe about a year ago, like, where he grew up. Right. In like around Anfield, there's a huge big mural of, uh, of of Trent there, which is is pretty great. I love that kind of stuff. My last thing would be it's called Homes of Football. It's by a photographer called Stuart Roy Clark, and he used mm-hmm. to have a place in Ambleside where I went to college, and it's all just photographs of, of different stadiums and and things happening in stadiums. It's absolutely brilliant, and I'll link to that too. Homesoffootball.co.uk. I'll be interested to see that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. All right, take one more question and then we'll see where that gets us. Question one, so that must be quite an old one. If you were an owner of a football club, who would be your first buys? Gareth Bale. (laughs) We can't escape. We just can't. (laughs) I was so hoping that question was coming up today. (laughs) Thank you, God. Even though he's even though he's thirty one, yeah, he's still. Yeah, but he's just turned thirty one, mate. I'm forty nine in a couple of months. I can still play. <laughs> Fair enough. Coming home, Paul. He's coming home. 
Wow, I, I entirely regret. <laughs> and I'm going to say Ronaldo. I'm going to say Messi. I'm going to say all them wonderful players, mate. There you go. And, and that would be my next thing. Like, even though they are coming towards the end of their careers, you would still kind of... Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. I think they can still offer something. I okay. think Man City dodged the bullet when they didn't get Messi because I think it is a bit of a circus with him. I think Ronaldo's the more sensible buy because I think he's still an incredible football player and he's incredibly fit. I can see him playing until he's 39, 40 very easily. Yeah. Because he can get injured. <laughs> and he's fit. He after himself, yeah, definitely. For, for my, yeah, I, I would definitely buy Kante. I think he just like, solidifies like the midfield there and I think you, if you're not conceding goals, I think yeah. that's it. That's a decent start for your team. I would definitely go out uh, for Adama Triori as well. I would. would you? That's an interesting choice because I... I, I I want to see how he does this season. People yeah. understand how he plays a little bit more now, but he, he I, yeah, he's a great player, mate. He is yeah. a great player. De Bruyne is another one, isn't he? Certainly, yeah. I think uh, a midfield of Kante, Triore and uh, De Bruyne would be pretty difficult to come up against. So, yeah, I'll, I think I'll, I'll, I'll go with those players. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll call it a day there and then we'll come back and we will just go straight into what's coming up this weekend. All right, La Liga and the Bundesliga both start this uh, this weekend. Games on Friday in La Liga, and but as you mentioned before, Bayern Munich are playing at Schalke. Um, it's eleven thirty, and it sounds like you're you're open for business for that. We are open for business. Come on down, see the Munich boys, see if they can continue their incredible form. What is it like twenty odd games now on the bounce? So uh, wins on the bounce. A breaking news as well, though, that they have just lost uh, Thiago to Liverpool. He's agreed to join them. Yeah, for no money either, really. Seven million. Yeah, I think that's an absolute bargain, that. It is a bargain, Paul. It is. And, um, Paul, they needed to buy somebody, Liverpool. Also, Cholos uh, are at home to Juarez, 7pm Friday. Uh, on Saturday, early start, uh, Everton play West Bromwich Albion. At 7 o'clock, Leeds are at home to Fulham. Um, battle of two newly promoted teams. Should be an interesting one. Yeah. And then we've got, at 930 Manchester United at home to Palace, who got a good win. Uh, yeah. United's first game. Palace beat them last season up there as well, so... Oh, that's right, they did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shell's going to be a little under pressure if he doesn't win this game, because they're, they're not... They don't, they've got a bit flat in the transfer marketing. They certainly need a couple more players, I think. Um, and then the final game on Saturday in the Premier League is uh, Arsenal versus West Ham United. This could be a tanking for West Ham. But then West Ham always turn up, don't they? They do, yeah. Like London derbies is their thing, is it? So. Yeah. Well, they don't get any cup finals, so like I always say, <laughs> I think Arsenal and Spurs are their two cup finals every season. So Elsewhere, Bolton travel to Colchester United. That's a glamour tie there. It's the military prison station there at Colchester. <laughs> yeah, like an absolutely bonkers one-way system as well, if I remember correctly. So, uh, right, okay. yeah. <laughs> they may never return. No. <laughs> at 9.30 in the Bundesliga, Russia Dortmund's first game. They play Russia Mönchengladbach. Gladbach. Did you see Haaland the other day for um, Norway against uh, Ireland? Jesus, man, that guy's in. What I mean, a player. You could say man, men against boys, but he is a boy. Uh, oh, isn't he? Everything, mate. I, to me, he's like, I prefer him to Mbappe because I think he's got everything. And uh, and the young kid uh, Bellingham, he got his first yeah. goal in the, in the German Cup last weekend. Yeah, he used to player, I think, ever to score for them or something. Yeah. You're right on there with that. Also, Loyal, they are away at Phoenix Rising at 7 o'clock on Saturday. Then, on Sunday, uh, you're at Tottenham Hotspur, early start, away at Southampton. 
Yeah, we got we got an incredible run of games, Paul. I think because we've been in Bulgaria tonight, where it was nearly mm. thirty degrees. Apparently, fly back early start Sunday, late in Orient on Tuesday. <laughs> I think the away leg in the Europa League now for the next qualifying is either Macedonia or Romania. So it's yeah, it's it's full on. Um, later on that date, six o'clock, Newcastle at home to Brighton. What else? Um, Eight thirty, Chelsea at home to Liverpool. And that's the big, sort of big kind of big. game of the, the weekend, I think. Do you know what? This is, and it's more important, this one. I, if Liverpool lose this game, yeah, people are going to start snaking a little bit to Klopp and stuff because that's how it turns football very quickly, especially with the back end of last season and the lack of players coming in. But Chelsea, man, if he loses this game with the players he's been buying, this yeah, is a yeah. Lampard. Yeah, they've got to be looking competitive in, in, in these rival games. Then our Leicester, they are at home to Burnley, who... Yeah, you've got them down as, as as being relegated, haven't you, Burnley? So. Yeah, but it's, it's all all on Paul Dyche, right? Because I say Paul Dyche again. All on Sean Dyche. I know he's not getting on with the board. If he was to go, Burnley has suckered for me. And yeah. if they sell that that centre-back they go, what's his name, Tolkowski or whatever? Tolkowski, yeah. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of people bidding around the 50 million mark for him. They want 50 million. He's an excellent defender as well. He's, he's better than Maguire for me. So, yeah. At Leicester... They looked pretty decent, didn't they, in the first game? So maybe they've righted the wrongs of the the, the slide that happened at the back end of last year. It's because Brendan Rodgers here that I said he's going to be the first manager to get sacked, and he just went, "Hey, he just put that on the the, the team board and said, off you go, boys." And yeah. um... <laughs> that was the team talk. Uh, and then there's a couple of games on Monday. Villa played their first game of the year in the league, home to Sheffield United, and uh, there's also Wolves. Versus Manchester City, the first uh, Bluefoot derby of the, the season. Which is going to be fun. Hopefully we'll get that game on. Because also Manchester City lost twice to Wolves last year. So yeah, I think, I think James fears the worst a little bit with this one. Right. <laughs> You're not going to let them do that again. So There's a problem as well with the Bluefoot. I mean, if any of our, list, uh, you know, our punters are listening who, who come to the games and stuff, there is that peacock issue we got at the moment as well. So I hope everybody... Stays a little patient with us because it's, there's a lot of wrangling going up with Amazon and DC and all this, and it's very difficult to get these games at the moment. And they're swapping and changing the games, so there's no like actual schedule that's set in stone at the moment. But yeah, no doubt you'll do your utmost to get these things uh, going for everybody. It's not through want of trying, my friend. Indeed, so. we'll take a quick break there, and then we'll come back with um, um, any other business. A or B. Um, I have to confess, I have not seen the, uh, the the all or nothing, the new episodes this week. I've uh, just not got around to doing it. But uh, any any revelations? Yes, there was. Um, Deli Ali told everybody that he managed to cook baked beans in the lockdown, and um, he did them <laughs> in the microwave. Apparently, so wow. there you go. Well done, Deli Ali. It took him two minutes, apparently. So he enlightened the world with his top three chocolate bars the previous week, and I think the first week he um, enlightened everybody about how to put water on your toothbrush before you brush your teeth. So. More Spurs news, by the way. Alex Morgan has been oh. signed for the ladies' team as well. I know. Pretty incredible. Well, Daniel Levy's trying to get her playing at the moment. Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, she'd probably do a job, wouldn't she? I think she'd do you know, a job. Yeah, I think she would, mate. Yeah, no, absolutely she would. It'd be nice to see a little teacup celebration at the new Tottenham Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's, a, that's a bit of a coup, that, really. It's, it's, only a coup, wasn't it? it's been a week of coups for Spurs, actually, mate. I have to say, it's it's... What the hell's going on? I think somebody's taken Daniel Levy out and replaced him with a replica. What else? Do you see this village in Ghana that's full of Villa fans? No, they didn't, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think someone in the 80s when Villa won the league 
he became a Villa fan. Um, but his grandson has continued that into like into the present day, and wow. so apparently of a village of about ten thousand people, a thousand of them have kind of all signed up to the <laughs> to the worldwide Villa fan base thing. And uh, yes, <laughs> it's like pictures all over the place of them in old villa shirts and stuff it's it's really it's really cool glory hunters um, glory hunters, glory hunters. <laughs> Indeed, yeah and the other thing as well i don't know whether you saw this was fifa overreacting to the the walking football world cup that they are saying that uh, logo and their name is too close to fifa and that people might get confused it's just the most kind of FIFA Bugger thing off. ever, isn't it? This off. the walking walking football is is a force for good. Yeah. It gets people out and let me jump in. My cousin in Wales, he's an older guy, and um, he plays for a walking team. And I think they won their local league last. Leave them alone! It's ridiculous. Oh, like help them. You know, you know, this is a thing that uh, keeps people active into their later years, and it's so annoying. It uh, is annoying. It's it's. James um, was our listener picker in the predicted game this week and uh, mm -hmm. he did all right actually got four out of the seven results correct you got the fulham arsenal uh, game bang on at three nil top of the league at the moment mate. top of the league gave you top of the league i know yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm bottom so yeah good and you will remain there if I <laughs> <enjoy>. <laughs> well let's see so uh, nate our friend who is the voice of all sorts of different things um the Sholos Radio, uh, San Diego Suckers, and also the stadium announcer at uh, SD Loyal. And harmonica player yesterday. Uh, so he's been good enough to uh, give us his uh, predictions for this week. We'll start with the Arsenal-West Ham game. And uh, he's gone 4-1 to uh, Arsenal in this one. I've gone 2-1. 4-0, Arsenal. Yeah, you have no time for West Ham, have you? That's all. <laughs> it me to say that as well, but I, want, I, I paused so long there because I'm thinking... London Derby could be 2-2, you know. But I can't see anything else other than Arsenal 4-0 weren't a bang, yeah. Uh, Leicester at home to Burnley. Uh, Nate has said one apiece in this one. I've given Leicester a 2-1 win. 3-0 Leicester. Chelsea, Liverpool. Nate is a Liverpool fan. And he's gone 2-1 to Liverpool in this. I've gone 2 apiece. 3-1 Chelsea. <sighs> oh, so difference of opinion. Eh? going to buy Klopp on the ass, mate, for not buying him. <laughs> Well, I hope so, because he's in my fantasy team. Villa play Sheffield United. Nate has 2-1 here. I have 3-1 for uh, to Villa. 1-1. One, one. Wolves are home to Manchester City. Nate has City winning this 3-2. I've got City winning this 4-2. Man City's first game of the season, 2-2. Two, two. Bayern Munich at home to Schalke. Nate's gone 3-1 in this. Um, I've gone 3-0. Schalke are an absolute disgrace when they came back because I started supporting them after the lockdown and they were toilet. 4-0 <laughs> Munich. <laughs> and finally, Southampton host Spurs. You are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We've both got... <laughs> Nate's gone 2-1. I've got 2-0. Again, I'm kind of... I think you might be leggy after this week. 3-1 uh, Spurs. All right. Okay. And also, uh, as a bonus one, uh, Nate said that uh, Bolton will win in Colchester, 1-0. I am not as optimistic. I have Never going to happen, Paul. My Welsh shirt's just turned up. For the benefit of the tape, um, <laughs> yes. a uh, Welsh national jersey with uh, number three bail on the back. Is it number three? Oh, number 11. Big fan. Courtesy yeah. of Durak, last season. It's a little small, but um, 
Yeah, it's, I think it's fine. And it's in red as well, but it's all good. <laughs> good, good. Excellent. Well, it's a very, yeah, male special edition. There you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, good. That's a, a very, very, very timely delivery. Excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else you want to cover before we head out? There was a guy playing for one of the French teams a couple of days ago who was the oldest player to play in a, in a French game. He got sent off. He was 43. What, playing in goal? Or what, what, what? Oh, outfield. Outfield player. Yeah. I forget his name. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that one in there. Okay. And there was a guy who scored in the Caribou Cup. Again, I forget which team or his name. But he scored in the League Cup 22 years ago. And it was his next League Cup goal 22 years later. So I thought that was quite an incredible stat. I'll try and find his name out for you. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it a day there, I think. Then, yeah, get in contact. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on all of our social media outlets. Uh, yeah, especially with future talking points for the randomizer. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast for previous podcasts. Um, if you're so inclined, tell uh, some friends about what we're doing here. Thank you to those who have uh, been supportive of us. Uh, throughout. Thank you to uh, David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at 1 in 20 Parkinson's. Wherever you watch your football, make sure that you show your appreciation to your bartenders. They are working under very trying circumstances at the moment. So make sure that you uh, show your appreciation in the appropriate ways. And uh, yeah, you can still tip virtually, I believe, on bluefootbar.com. And I think that just about does us. Thank you, dear listener. And let's do this again next Thursday. He's coming home. <laughs> oh, sorry, Paul, I'm a little giddy, mate.